When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Hey, Scott Ritchie is in a really good mood. What's up, Scotty? Well, not that my mood is affected by it, but I am in a good mood on a Monday. Uh, Illinois enters the 2023-24 season ranked number 25 in the AP Top 25 preseason poll. Hey, Richie had something to do with that. He uh, he votes. Uh, he's a voting member at Illinois number 23. He will talk about how he came to that conclusion. He'll talk about Friday's exhibition opener against Ottawa. He'll tell you where all those famous formers are playing basketball now in this week's edition of Inside Illini Basketball. Come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400. Oh, good Monday morning, everyone, and it is a happy Monday morning, especially thanks to Scott Ritchie. How often can I say that? I'm pretty sure you've maybe never said it. This is the first time because here's the deal. We have breaking news, first of all. Go ahead. Give me the the osmos and noise. I'm not as good at the Just give it a shot. The beeping. (laughs) That's breaking news. Uh, The AP Top 25 has dropped. 11 a.m. Monday morning. And Brad Underwood's Illini are ranked. Number 25. Mm. But ranked is ranked. And... Just personally, for me, there's enough gap in the points between Illinois at 25 and Wisconsin nominally at 26 that, like, it wasn't my vote that put Illinois in the top 25. Well, that's why I was. I can avoid all Homer. Well, I won't avoid them, but I'll get the Homer call probably from some from some people. But uh, just when you look at the the grand scheme of college basketball, it's probably fair. I was heaping praise on you because I thought you were the difference. No. Between seeing Illinois on the the scroll and not, yeah. Well, so I had Illinois at twenty third, so roughly where they wound up. So I, I gave. I mean, that I'm three of their one hundred and four points. Who will find out later today? Who had them uh, maybe really high? And what are there seventy of you nationwide? Sixty two. Sixty two nationwide. Who some really work hard at it. Scott Ritchie works hard at it, I'm glad to report. Uh, They do their homework, and then uh, every week, starting here when the season gets going, they submit a a list of 25 teams to the Associated Press, who then congregates it and tabulates it and releases it. Yeah, and so it'll be every week now. Oh, I guess not every week. Starting the second week of November, it'll be every week between then and... um, 
I believe the Monday after Selection Sunday. The okay. last one. Ooh, is there another voter in state yet, or is it just you? Yeah, there's two voters from the state of Illinois. Uh, Steve Greenberg at okay. the Sun-Times is the other one. It's The number of voters per state is sort of, there's some equation. It's just, it depends on like, the number of Division One teams mm. that are in the state. So some states have like one voter in Hawaii. Um, California's got more. Uh, New York's got three, I think. So. Okay. But Illinois having two, I mean, that's most places have one, if any. Richie will not take bribes, I've been told, uh, to influence his ballot. Ed Bond tried to give him a six-pack of Bush Light the other day. said, hey, why don't you move Illinois up a little bit? Well, here's the thing. Uh, I will accept any and all bribes, but like not. I'm not going to change. They won't my, work. My, no, <laughs> but I will take them. That's great. Uh, the poll will be in your uh, Tuesday print editions. It's at newsgazette.com right now. And we'll take a deep dive maybe in Good Morning Alana Nation tomorrow about who voted what, where. That's my typical Tuesday. Let's go. Once, Can't wait. Once we get started. You know what I could wait for? That stupid Ken Palm stuff <laughs> that I read about in today's Good Morning Alana Nation. You know how I don't like data. I know, but Sunday was Ken Palm Day. That's when he. For those who celebrate, and you do. I do celebrate. A lot. You were, in fact, you you showed up at work today bare-chested with the big KP painted on your hairy chest. <laughs> Some of those things are true. <laughs> um, no, it's, you know, just another sign that the college basketball season is here. And maybe the most clear one being, like, Illinois plays an exhibition game on Friday. Um, so it is definitely here. But, yeah, Ken Palm, the newest Ken Palm at Illinois at number 19. Um Again, just ahead of Wisconsin and third in the Big Ten behind Purdue and Michigan State. Who is this Ken Palm? Ken Pomeroy. Um, just a guy that really into statistical analysis. That's a tough phrase to say. And college basketball. Is he in a basement somewhere in like Leavenworth? I assume like outside of the... Military prison is what you're trying to say. Um, no, I don't know where he lives. Why don't you do a story on him? You like him so much. Maybe I will. He's your best buddy. I'll do one on him and Bart Torvik and um, Evan Miyakawa, and we'll just go all in. Eric Haslam. In all seriousness, that'd be a great story. Scott Ritchie, maybe uh, this Sunday. <laughs> maybe not this Sunday. Got a lot on my plate between now and then. All right. Well, some Sunday then. Sure. Who are these people? Why do they start? When did they start mattering? Um, it's been a more recent. Like cause Ken Palm dates back to 2002. Like he's got data that goes all the way back for two decades now. But it's really in the last five years, I think that that the analytical approach to discussing college basketball has been a little more prevalent. So when Brad Underwood is seeking some outside help some outside maybe direction to how his team is playing. Is he texting Scott Ritchie or Ken Pomeroy? Well, it's not me, so it must be Ken. Okay. But, no, like, they know these numbers. Um, Brad Underwood knows what his Ken Pom numbers are. Like, he will reference them throughout the season, um, especially when it comes to just the you know adjusted offensive efficiency and adjusted defensive efficiency. Like, he knows. He looks. Um I gotta tell I'll you. See what. if I can get him on. The, I'll see if I can get him on the Torvik. I like Torvik. Okay. You, you can sort the data on Torvik. 
I, I'm a when I read about let's say baseball, all right, the new thing to do for beat writers is to mention the velocity of the ball coming off the bat in their game story. I don't care. I mean, like if it's like one twelve, then be like, yeah, that, that's pretty cool because he really hit that one. But yeah, I don't know. It's all right. Maybe I'm old school, Scott. Ray. Well, you are. Like, Points. I'll, yeah, I'll be sure. Assists. <laughs> I do mention those in my stories. But with just, you know, a sprinkling of some different kind of stats. There goes Lauren. Speaking of old school, we're in the podcast booth here on Fox Drive in Champaign. There goes Lauren Tate. Leaving for the day. He worked his radio shift this morning. He has a little more enthusiasm for Illinois football. I'm not going to let you get into that, Richie. That's fine. But he's fired up about basketball. It's fired up enough. Basketball. He's worried about the uh, point guard situation, I think. I mean, if you ask Brett Underwood, everyone's worried about it, except for him and Ty Rogers. Ty is also not worried. Um, but I think it's a question mark. Like, they, like you don't spend your entire offseason trying to get Ray J. Dennis, like, entire offseason, even the part before he was actually in the portal. Oops. Um, like, you don't do all of that. And not have a question about point guard situation. Now, Brad Underwood is now 100% in, you know, behind Ty Rogers because he has to be. You know, probably some Dre Gibbs Lawhorn and Nico Moretti yeah, in the mix as well. But, like, they wanted a veteran point guard and they tried to get one and he said, I'm going to go to Baylor. So, I think there's a question and we'll see how it plays out. I'm not going to learn anything really about this team, I don't think, on Friday. They play Ottawa University, which is. Located somewhere in Kansas. I don't know. Uh, we'll find out more in 13 days when they play the number two team, or the number one team, excuse me, I had them at number two, the number one team in the country, the Kansas Jayhawks. You had Duke number one in your AP Top 25, which again is available online right now at newsgazette.com. I did have Duke. So you're wrong. Well, I Bad mean. Bad start. I was one of 11 people that had Duke number one. Okay. Kansas got 46 of the votes. Uh, Purdue got three. Michigan State got one. UConn got two. Hmm. So, yeah, uh, that's, I think, more teams than in most years that get number one picks. I mean, yeah. so, but yeah, I had Duke one. Uh, they've got a lot of talent, and it's a nice mix of veterans and five-star freshmen. And maybe I, I zigged a little bit where everyone else had zagged to the Jayhawks. All right, I got bad news, podcast listeners. Scott Ritchie is back to his prediction ways. Yep, Ed, he screwed up over the weekend. Had the fighting turtles taking care of Illinois football. Yeah, you know who else picked Maryland? Everyone. Right. Boy, did Maryland look bad. They, I mean, what happened I had, there? I've, apparently their offense isn't as good as advertised. Because um, Illinois certainly gave them chances to you know, mm-hmm. put together the comeback, but they kind just, of a, their offense was, poor, was poor. Kind of a makeshift Illinois team brought that one home. Clutch win, keeps them in the Big Ten West race. Um, I told you, why are we talking football here, Richie? Uh, you I, led me down the <laughs> down the path. I don't remember that All way. Right. Ed okay. Bond, our producer here at the podcast, does wonderful work. Uh Hopefully you saw the Brian Barnhart call of the game-winning field goal of Caleb Griffin, who was also 
Here's what we're going to transition to. He was a good basketball player. He was an okay basketball player at Danville. Part of a really good team. Yeah. Um, of the four sports he played, I don't know, probably third. Yep. I mean, great soccer player. But. All area player of the year in 2016 for the News Gazette. Just dropping knowledge yeah. here. Four sport, four, four sport athletes. All right. Anyway, maybe if uh, injuries become a problem, Caleb makes the transition to the basketball court. Julian Pearl was a good basketball player, too, at Danville. Yeah, Julian had a different body Yeah, back then. He was huge. <coughs> he was tall in high school. Mm-hmm. Now he's huge. Like He became an offensive lineman. All right, uh, exhibition season starts uh, Friday. Why do you say we're not going to learn anything? Because... What do you mean? I mean, the team Illinois should be with one hand well, tied yeah, behind his back. We'll get to see if these new guys are any good. I guess we're gonna we'll see if they can shoot. That's the only thing I care about. Because, like, they cannot run offense and beat Ottawa. But shooting, we'll see. I guess that's what I'm gonna be watching. I don't really care about anything else. Because like, the rotation not gonna be the rotation for the season. Everyone's gonna play. Um, but shooting, that's what I care about. All right, uh, for those, is that game on TV? Do we know? Uh, it's uh, no, but it's available. You okay. can listen to it on the radio, of course. Of course, but um, but I also, can't see Scott Ritchie on the radio. No, um, I'm not sure if you'd see me on BTN Plus either. I'm not, but know. you have your same spot, right? Yeah, I don't know where their cameras are. Okay, so you'll probably see me. But Friday night, I can't wait uh, for that coverage. You had your what was your list? I haven't got to your list this week. That I was clamoring for. Yeah, you wanted it so. Top 100 teams, was it? No, it's that come. No, this was the players who have. Actually returned yeah. to the school that they played at last okay. year. Who's your, you number, to, who's your number one? Zach, Zach Eady. Okay. I mean, <laughs> had to be. He's the national. Other big player 10 players there. in the top 25 were what? Um, or was Terrence Shannon? Yeah, there was, there was some of those guys. Oh, let's do a little scroll. So Terrence Shannon was six. Seems a little low. Well, I had to, as part of my preseason AP Top 25 ballot, I had to put in a preseason All-American team, and the five guys ahead of him were on it. And it came down to him or Boogie Ellis from USC. Put up similar Bo- numbers. Who? Boogie Ellis, much more efficient on an equally you, you said USC. Team. Yeah. That eliminates him from my, my realm. Fun fact, uh, USC basketball. Plays in front of Good. 50 people. And they're ranked number 21 in the preseason top 25. Check out their crowd sometime. Have the number one freshman in the country. Exactly. Isaiah Collier. No one goes or cares. They still win games. But so Tanner Shannon was six. Um, I'm sure there was more. Coleman Hawkins, certainly. Boo Booey, 14. Jameer Young, 15. Tyson Walker, 18. Still scrolling. Uh, that's it in the top twenty-five. Coleman Hawkins was on the list, just not as high. Because I'm, we've talked a lot over the last three years about Coleman Hawkins' potential. Right. right. Now would be the time to mm-hmm. really sort of, you know, live up to it. All of it. And there's a lot. I mean, I think he could have a really good season. But all right. When does the exhibition season start for everybody else? Is there? Is there? I saw the Iowa women playing yesterday. So yeah, I mean, it's underway. Like, that was very cool. Fifty-five thousand, something like that. Yeah, it was, the seating did not look very like good. Well, you know what I mean, 
because they had it in a corner of the stadium. It was in the north end. So like if you sat on the south end, you were watching the game on the video board. Okay. Um, But I think the north end plus the sides around it, Mm -hmm. like decent. Kind of gave me some vibes of like Indianapolis when when they put it in the corner. If they need a big drape, maybe it would have helped. Yeah. It was Um, a little chilly, but it still looked pretty cool. Yeah. And I mean, if we talk like when Nebraska volleyball played at, their memorial stadium, mm-hmm. 92,000, whatever. Like, a lot of those people didn't have great seats to see volleyball, but it's more for the experience. Okay. Um, and everybody loves Caitlin Clark, so they showed up. Women's top 25 drops tomorrow, I do believe. Joe Vazelli of the News Gazette is in a national voter on that. He, too, has Illinois in his top 25, I'm told. He's writing about it for tomorrow. Oh. So there. Okay. Not a lot of programs, uh, of course, get both the men's and women's teams ranked at the same time no it's a good problem to have here yeah all right sure just just saying you got a you got a beef with Vizelli, do you no. on the women's program you don't look happy i think okay. like everyone that covers that team would like to talk to the players hasn't happened since the season ended really yeah why is that i have no idea huh. um but i used to i used to vote in both for a while okay I had that vote. Um, all right, so we got a uh, exhibition game on Friday night, then Kansas, of course, the following weekend. Uh, I've asked you several times to give me ticket updates for that Kansas game, and you failed every time I've asked. Well, because most of the time you asked, they hadn't actually gone on sale yet. Okay, so do you have an answer? No. Of course. That's it. Enough being nice to Richie. I just assume people are going to show up. They're going to buy tickets. I'm guessing a crowd of 8,000. That would be, <laughs> if they only get 8,000 people in there, that will be a story. I, I'm not going to write about anything else. Really? It's for a good cause. Who, why does it bother you that they, those are expensive tickets. People are working around here, Richie. All right, they got families to raise. Yeah, um, the Illinois fan base is bigger than 15,544. I assume someone will purchase those tickets. Okay. It's, like, it's, it's Kansas. I got a crowd of 8,000. It's an exhibition. Doesn't matter. It's the best, best team they're going to play all year. I, Dane, I think you know, Dane Danger told me that they're going to treat it like a real game. Good. Of course, that was going on three weeks ago now, so they may have changed their mind. But, all right. But you know, secret scrimmages are underway. Exhibitions are happening. Um, like Jaden Epps just scored 46 points. Did he really score 46? Well, that's what people are saying. I know. That's what you heard. In a secret scrimmage, so. Well, what'd you hear about him? He scored 46 points. But, like, was it a legit 46 or was it a layup drill because he was lollygagging and playing? It was a. It's like a game. It was like an exhibition okay. game, but so nobody he wasn't in there. He made a. He took he a lot of shots. He wasn't hanging out at half court going. No, he, I mean, he took a lot of shots, but scored a lot of points. Okay. Does that make Illinois fans. Really angry? I don't know. Are you happy for him? Definitely not happy for him, would be my guess. People, oh, There will be some people that say, oh, yeah, great for him. Good to see him succeed. They don't mean it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they feel like they have to say it. No, they just... They're probably not super happy. Okay. But uh, that Georgetown team, I don't know that they're going to... Like, I like Ed Cooley. I think he's a really good coach. Did a great thing at Providence. I'm not sure that the... His early days in Georgetown are going to be great. Okay. Still trying to p- 
piece that program back together. It used to be, I mean, that used to be like one of the college basketball programs. It is well, not my era. Not your, not even your era. My era. I mean, Ed Bond had his briefly and sort of Reggie Williams jersey back in the day. But like, I mean, when Iverson was there, that's my era. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't, any good they weren't as big. Right. But it was still Georgetown. Now Georgetown is nothing. All right, you got Jay Nepps at Georgetown. Fill me again. Remind my fading memory where all these former Illini are nowadays. <laughs> I heard, uh, who did I hear? Uh, uh, Curbelo is at Southern Miss. Is that right? Yeah, okay. So Andre Curbelo is at Southern Miss. Uh, the connection there, they've got an assistant coach that's from Puerto Rico. Okay. So that, um, But we'll need a waiver to play this year, and a lot of those haven't been like ruled on yet. Hmm. Okay. Um, season's coming. Um, also in that camp, uh, Adam Miller at Arizona State. Um, had a, had he stayed at Illinois, this would be his senior year. Is that right, or more than that? Senior, just okay. his fourth. This is his fourth year. Yeah. So he needs a waiver to play for the Sun Devils, um, and I wonder if they think he'll get it because they just added another transfer guard like last night, Jose Perez. He was at West Virginia. Um, I don't know. They kicked him off the team. I don't know okay. what happened there, um, but something. Anyway, he's at Arizona, Arizona State now. Let's see who else. Uh, RJ Melendez is at Georgia. Play right away. Um, Sky Clark is at Louisville. Um, I assume he's going to take all the shots because when we talk about teams that stink, they are near the top of the list. Not going great in Kenny Payne's. Still very young tenure there. It's only a second season. He might not keep his job. Uh, who else we got? Uh, Benjamin Bosman's Redonk, I believe, is still at South Carolina. He's got one more year, right? That doesn't seem possible, but I think it's true. Um, Omar Payne wound up at UCF, of all places. Didn't really play last year at Jacksonville, so best of luck to him. Who am I missing? Is there a walk-on that left? Sure. Uh, Connor Servin, one of the walk-ons that left, he's at Eastern Michigan, got a scholarship. So, good for him. All right, we need something every week uh, just keeping us abreast. Maybe devote one of your Good Morning Atlanta Nations to sure. the famous formers. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a number of them out there. Of famous formers. It's a great week for Mary Henson, all right? Lou's widow, uh, who on Saturday will be celebrated uh, at Memorial Stadium at halftime as the first uh, Spirit Award winner. Uh, very cool. Yeah. Right. Fitting award for Mary Henson. Yeah. Perfect award. One to kick off that award. Uh, talked to her today. She said uh, she's got a really busy week, but one thing she doesn't have to worry about is uh, having orange and blue in her wardrobe. She says she has a few outfits to, to choose from. I imagine she's covered <laughs> in that regard. Uh, the women have their uh, ladies rebounders luncheon today, Monday. Mary will be there, of course. It's always a fun event. Pick up your Sunday print edition for photos from that event. Pick up tomorrow's paper, too, for more pictures. Fandom at the basketball level never is a concern in my time here, at uh, in my 30 years here. No, I mean, like when I first started... Covering the team, was it my eighth season, maybe? Um, like, they weren't selling out State Farm Center anymore. 
but there was still a decent crowd. Now they sell it out, like, all the time. And I know that the student season tickets sold out um, last week. I mean, there's more of it, like, from, on a single game basis, there will be more available, but, um, yeah, it's, I would imagine 15 probably every game, or at least tickets sold. Yeah, but unlike football, I think the fans actually show up. Yeah, that the announced and actual attendance for basketball is typically much closer than it is for football. Hey, let me go football one more thing. So you're admitting, this game matters. You're admitting here Again, now that you're bringing up football. It, this game Saturday, homecoming, matters. Of course, Illinois is still in contention for the Big Twin, 10 West. Yeah. Going to uh, make a bowl game. And but the best news of all that had Scott Ritchie so so happy, and I forgot to touch on this last week was the the Red Grange run got got altered a little bit, <laughs> like so they give the that fraudulent they give the hapless student of a run yeah they give the hapless student like a little bit of all a right. head start. But you were I didn't see you touting it as a vast improvement of the because I don't Jimmy think it was John's sellout. Until like, can't until fake Red Grange is like starting in the end zone. Can't talk to fake Red Grange, but we can certainly tout sandwiches with the. You know, we don't want to d- tarnish that image. Yeah, but go buy a sandwich. I think again, Jimmy John's is not going to have to give away free sandwiches for a year to anyone. I just, I, I just want to see like one of the actual three home games left. Maybe this is the week. Until they like. Bring in a ringer and like is one of the actual. Or Red pulls a hammy. <laughs> he just pull, pulls up at the 50, just clutching the back of his leg. How many running backs have been hurt already on Illinois? I mean, That's, it's could trending happen. toward Red. Yeah, most like that happens when they get tackled more. Okay. I've seen it happen. I mean, if I'm the competitor, I mean, I, I wouldn't be above tripping this person. Bumping. Yeah, I mean, you get a head start, so they're going to be coming at you. You're going to, you're going to kind of smart move, Scotty. I you, like just, it. you just kind of veer just a little <laughs> bit into their their way, and I love it. Yep. You know, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. All right, so that brings me to basketball. Any uh, clever promotions? They don't really need clever promotions, but what's your what's your favorite at the State Farm Center? Um, I mean, I like the T-shirt Gatling gun. Okay. I think they could like juice the power on it a little bit. Send them, send them out there at like I don't know, two three hundred FPS. Okay, that might hurt, but you just gotta keep your head on swivel. That's it. That's your only favorite promotion. I mean, they don't really do a ton. Okay. I mean, the half court shot is. I like the dogs. They like, still bring the dogs in at halftime. No, like the halftime at only basketball games. It's not great. Okay. Like, I mean, the Jesse White Tumblers, like, I always get excited to see them. They still come. Okay. But, like, no Red Panda ever. It's disappointing. What are you looking, uh, before I let you go, uh, to Brett Bielema's weekly news conference, what are you looking uh, mostly for Friday night's game? What are you going to be watching? Shooting. Other than shooting. Come on. Um, who's going to be the guy, you're, who's going to be your lead what are you writing about? Whoever makes the most shots. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's like because the, the starters, I 
sort of feel like, I mean, it might be who starts the opener against EIU on November 6th, but we'll see. I mean, it's the newcomers, like the guys I haven't seen before. Like, they'll probably be the ones I watch just because I'm not as familiar. I know what Terrence Shannon can do, what Coleman Hawkins can do, um, what Luke Goody can do if he makes shots. Um, but the two freshmen, the transfers, like, those will probably be the, the primary focus after shooting. You mentioned EIU. I don't want to rub it in, but the Lindenwood Lions, <clears throat> which uh, were a certain Meg Rosso is a goaltender in the soccer team, went to Charleston and handed the, the Volleyball Panthers a, a beatdown on Friday night. I don't know if you noticed that. I, I, you've been touting their volleyball skills and their football skills lately. Yeah, I still think okay, just yeah, you only has like two losses on the season. Well, once. Now, thanks to the Lindenwood Lions. Rawr! <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, your kid goes there, and all of a sudden you go a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and your football team, what happened to them? They lost again, Scott Ritchie. I mean, maybe they're not Dang back. It. But they're I'm better. I'm pulling for them, even. They're better than they've been. I know. But. It's a it's okay. Uh, it's a long. Road I just back. like to present both sides. You like to talk about the Panthers when they're doing well. I like to bring a little balance into the conversation and talk about it only when they lose. Yes. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Who's their uh, best basketball player? I got to worry about when they come here and play. I honestly have no idea. Okay. Like they lost everyone. Essentially. Still got the mule on the bench. Still got the okay. mule. I mean, yeah. but he's not lacing them up. Right. But like, I mean, I, I really liked the freshman class that Marty Simmons brought in last year, but literally every single one of them transferred. Hmm. Shame. All right, any data before I let you go, Mr. Richie? Well, in honor of Ken Palm Day, yep. we're just going to look at Illinois, who Great. heads into the season at number 19 overall, and number 18 in adjusted offensive efficiency, and 21 in... Adjusted defenses. That's now based on a lot of what they did last year and sort of adjusted for who's on the team now, but it's higher, 10 spots higher, in fact, than they rank in Torvik. So we'll see if it means anything. <laughs> it always gets Ed Bond. Uh, the simple yeah. snoring makes Ed laugh, and anytime I get Ed Bond to laugh is a good time. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. It feels like basketball finally is here. I know they've been practicing for a couple of weeks, and the, the season really never ends. But having an exhibition on tap Friday night, looking forward to your coverage. You'll have some live reports, won't you, uh, during the game, or at least following Something. along with your, yeah. on X. On Twitter. All right, Scott Ritchie, I love it. Sorry about your prediction record uh, taking a tumble. Just getting ready for the basketball season when you uh, when the losses start piling up on your end, for sure. I'm just preparing you for yeah. For that to happen. All right. We'll uh, talk to you next Monday.